This time, Brother Randy Johnson is going to come speak to us on God Speaks. God Speaks. Pure God. Good evening. Good to be back with you. <clears throat> I do want to say a couple things. One, I have allergies terribly. And uh, if I try to get too loud or something, it gets my throat. Second is, I have no idea. My wife bought me a new shirt and it don't have pockets. I've told her before, don't ever buy me a shirt and don't have pockets. And she did. By her honor, I wore it, and I don't know where my glasses are, so <clears throat> I'm going to try to do this without my reading glasses on. We're going to look at God Speaks, and He does. Regardless of what some people say, God speaks. Now, God may not speak to some people because they're not His people. But if you're a child of God, God's going to speak to you. Okay? If you want to turn to the book of Psalms <clears throat> 29, <clears throat> and I'm going to do my best to read this. Please bear with me, okay? Uh, what time do I need to end, brother? Uh, about uh, 5 till? Yes. Okay. And verse 1 Give unto the Lord, O ye mighty. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord and the beauty of his holiness, or, or of holiness. Verse 3, the voice of the Lord is upon the waters. The God of glory thundereth. The Lord is upon many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord speaketh, I'm sorry, breaketh the cedars, cedars. I'm sorry, I told you. Yea, the Lord breaketh the cedars of Lebanon. He maketh them also to skip, uh, he maketh them also to skip like a calf. Lebanon and, I'm sorry, Syrian, like a young unicorn. If I mispronounce it, I'm sorry, I just don't have my glasses. The voice of the Lord divideth the flames of fire. The voice of the Lord shaketh the wilderness. The Lord shaketh the wilderness of Kadesh. <coughs> the voice of the Lord maketh the hinds calf to calf and discovereth the forest. And in the temples doth everyone speak of his glory. I wish they did. Do you understand? God's glory. Do you his name? All Christians don't do that. Even some church members don't do that. Even some preachers don't do that. The Lord set upon the flood. Yea, the Lord set the kings forever. The Lord will give strength unto his people. The Lord will bless his people with peace. <clears throat> You know, to preach about all the ways God speaks to us takes a whole lot more time than we have. God speaks to us in many ways, doesn't he? 
however, when, when we speak to, of God, we need to understand that we are not speaking of a man. We're speaking of a spirit. We're speaking of a spirit that is omnipresent, all knowledge, all holiness, all everything. And when we talk about God, that's not, although he has some characteristics of man, like speaking and hearing, and he speaks of hands, but God is a spirit, okay? Uh, He is omniscient, he is omnipresent, he's a burning fire. But God does speak in many ways. He speaks by his actions. Uh, God can do things to tell you he's doing them. Through his word, right here, this is God speaking to us. Through the Holy Spirit, which inspired this word, breathed it through the men and women that wrote it. And, And through Jesus Christ, he spoke. Through angels, he speaks. And he speaks to his elect creatures, like me, Joy, all you other brethren, as we speak, we don't speak as inspired words, but we do speak as God leads us. The question is not, is God speaking to us? The question is, are we listening to God? That's the most important thing a Christian can do, is to listen to God. Go to Matthew chapter 11, if you will. God has told us many times in his book called the Bible to listen to him. God said in Matthew chapter 11, verse 15, he that hath ears to hear, let him hear. You understand what God's saying? You're blessed if you have ears to hear God. There's a lot of people that have a zeal for God, a greater zeal than we have, that cannot hear God because they're not children of God. Zeal doesn't save you. No kind of work saved you. God's grace saved you. God's grace made you what you are. God's grace makes you understand what he's telling you in his word. To understand it is phenomenal. People with PhDs cannot understand what somebody with a 10th grade education understands. The Bible isn't understandable by lost people. They may learn it, but it's not understandable to them. Let me see if I can get back on this lined up. This is a commandment. Whenever we hear God speaking, we listen to God. God is speaking to the churches. When he said, he that hath ears, let him hear. Uh, the Spirit, as in Romans, uh, I'm sorry, Revelation chapter 2, verse 17, the seven churches of Asia Minor, The Lord was speaking. He told every one of them, if you have ears to hear, you hear. Listen. In fact, God was talking about all to all seven churches, Asia Minor, when he said this very thing, he that hath ears, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. He's also speaking this quote, every time the churches and every time and every time to Christians on earth. Are we listening? Are we hearing God? Therefore, the question is not, it's God speaking, but are we hearing? Go to Job 33, if you will, and I'll get right into the message soon. Job 33, verse 
Job wrote in Job chapter 33, verse 14, For God speaketh once, yea, twice, yet man perceiveth not. It's man that doesn't perceive. It isn't God that's confused, it's we are confused because we don't listen to God's word. I'm not talking about we as Christians, we as church, I'm talking about we as people. Well, there's a lot of Christians and churches that that do not perceive what God is saying in his word. It took me a long time on some of it. You learn it over time, don't you? Yeah. But God's speaking it, isn't he? I was telling Adam over in the fellowship hall as we were eating, we can't make people understand anything. We can't make people believe anything. We plant seeds, which is the word of God, what God says. We water that seed, plant seed, water seed, but God gives the increase, doesn't it? <clears throat> Let's go... I'm going to skip that first point because it's just going back over. But if you'll notice in our text, in Psalms chapter 29, how the voice of the Lord is. It's powerful, isn't it? Let's go to Genesis 3, if you will, and look at some Bible examples of God speaking. In chapter 3, verse 8, speaking of Adam and Eve, and they heard... And they heard the voice of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord, God among the trees of the garden. They hid themselves. But what was it they hid from? The voice of the Lord. God is a spirit. And his voice was walking in the garden. That's not a misprint. That's actual truth. And the voice of the Lord walking in the garden, they knew it was God. They talked to God many times, and they hid themselves, did they not? A lot of people are hiding themselves from God, aren't they? They are. A lot of people are hiding themselves. We are living in a time of apostasy. Right now, it is happening before our eyes. Both churches and Christians and pastors have quit listening to the Word of God. I can't thank God enough every day I get up that I still believe it's truth. Everybody may not agree with me. Everybody might not like everything I say, but in my heart, God has spoken it, and it's truth to me. Let's go to Moses over in Exodus, chapter 3. And I'm still, this is all blurred to me. So my best, folks. And the angel of the Lord, verse 3, chapter 3, verse 2. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out in the midst of the bush. And he looked, and behold, the bush was burning with fire. And the bush was not consumed. Isn't that amazing? God is just simply amazing in everything he does, doesn't he? Here a bush is burning before Moses and is not being consumed. Verse 3, 
And Moses said unto, uh, and Moses said, I will turn aside and see the great sight, why the bush is not burning, or burnt. And when the Lord, and <clears throat> excuse me, and when the Lord saw that the, he turned aside, God called unto him out of the midst of the bush and said, Moses, Moses. And he said, here am I. So God's speaking to Moses. How would you like for God to speak to you? I mean, I'm not talking about in his word. I'm not talking about through your heart. I'm talking about face to face. I mean, God is a spirit, right? So he spoke to Moses. So his voice was walking through the garden. He spoke to Moses from a burning bush. But my, 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 what it must have been to stand there and have a conversation with God himself. I can't imagine what it was to be with Jesus. What what walking on this earth, listening to him, John, John, the first John tells about it in chapter one, the first several verses. He talks about I was with him. You know, people get all excited about rock star or president or somebody of that caliber, but this is God. Right? God in the flesh. And John says, I'm with him. I heard him speak through my ears. We hear him through our heart, don't we? Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 22 through 24. I'll pull this away a little bit. I might be able to see a little better. In verse 22, these words the Lord spake unto all your all your assembly and the mount out of the midst of the fire, of the cloud, of the thickest, thick darkness, with a, with a great voice. And he said, no name, no more, I'm sorry, no more. And he wrote them in two tablets, stone, and delivered them unto me. And it came to pass when you heard the voice uh, out of the midst of the darkness, for the mountain did burn with fire, that you came near unto me, even all the all the heads of your tribes and your elders. In verse 24, <clears throat> me. And you said, Behold, the Lord our God has shown his glory and his greatness, and have heard this voice out of the midst of the fire, and have seen this day that God doth talk with man, and he liveth. God does talk to us. Maybe people like Joy Behar have never heard God. Right? I mean, she is lost as a goose in a snowstorm, as my father-in-law used to say. She don't understand anything spiritual. She don't even understand who Jesus is or God is. So it's not a surprise to me that she never heard him, but I've heard him. And I venture to say, all of you have heard him. And I'm not talking about when we just read the word, but when you hear the word. The Lord said, when we have ears, let us hear. 
Let us listen to what the Word says. Not to what I say, necessarily, or what your pastor says, necessarily, but what God says. We need to listen. Pay attention. God's talking to him. Just like he did Moses. Just like his voice walked to the garden. I love this next example. You will turn to Jeremiah. Jeremiah chapter 1. <clears throat> I wish I could see this better. I'm going to go to the store tomorrow and buy me or tonight buy me five pairs of glasses. I'm terrible about losing things. Next is God spoke to Jeremiah. You know, he spoke to me. He called me to preach. He sent me, told me to go to Texas County, told me to be their pastor. Did he say it with his voice? No. He told me in my heart. The Holy Spirit told me. When the Holy Spirit speaketh, God speaketh. Because the Holy Spirit is God. That's how God communicates with us. He don't come to a burning bush. That's the reason I'm, I was telling you what amazing, what amazing time it must have been for Moses. Moses had a lot of amazing time, didn't he? I mean, when he went to Pharaoh, all the things that happened there with the, with the staff and all that, it was just amazing. I mean, it, it, you read these stories in the Old Testament with Moses and God, it just, it just makes you amazed. But to actually have talked to God, wow, wow. Well, Jeremiah did. I chose this conversation with Prophet Jeremiah because of its content. Listen closely to what Jeremiah says. And in chapter 1, Jeremiah, verse 5, the Lord said, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. He knew you before you was ever created in your mother's womb. He knew you. Yeah. You know, that's the amazing thing about God is he knows everybody that he's going to save because he chose them before the foundation of the world. Right. Amen. And before you come as forth out of the womb, I sanctified already. What? He did us too when he chose us. There's no way we weren't going to be saved. Right? right. And I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Oh, wow. He did me too. He did Joy. He did Nathaniel. He did all you other preachers, Brother Larry, Brother Crane. He did all of us that way, didn't he? Known unto God are all his works, the foundation of the world. Then said I, Jeremiah said, then said I, ah, Lord God, Behold, I cannot speak, for I am a child. <laughs> Our God is amazing, isn't he? But the Lord said unto, unto me, Say not that I am a child. For thou shalt go to all the, that I shall send thee, and whosoever I command thee, thou shalt speak, and be not afraid of their faces. Sorry about the reading. I'm just terrible without my glasses. But you see what God told him? No matter your child. God's telling him this. Literally speaking to him and telling him what to go do. God tells us the same thing, doesn't he, Joy? 
You go. Don't worry about anything else. I'll take care of it. For I am with thee to deliver thee, saith the Lord. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said unto me, Behold, I have put my words in thy mouth. Wow. You know, when they penned the word of God, they were inspired of the Holy Spirit to write those things. None of them wrote anything of their own. It was all the inspired word of God, breathed out by the Holy Spirit into their hearts. I'm sure the Apostle Paul wrote many letters. In fact, some people say some of these lost scrolls, which are in Scripture, some of these lost scrolls might have been written by the Apostle Paul. That's fine. They're probably good. But they're not the Word of God. What Paul wrote, it's in the Word of God, is inspired by the Holy Spirit. Spoken to them in their hearts of God. Well, God doesn't actually put words into our mouths, but he does inspire our hearts on what's preached. I believe that. I believe this whole Bible conference was put on Joy's heart by the Holy Spirit to preach what we're actually preaching. Even today, God God is speaking through his ministers and teachers. In Isaiah 55, verse 11, and I've got to hurry, so shall my word he uh, he that goeth forth out of my mouth it shall not return unto me void but it shall accomplish that which I pleased and it shall prosper in the things whereto I send it. Now not the things I preach will prosper but this book will prosper. God's word will prosper. See, I can't make, I was talking to Adam about this earlier, I can't make people believe anything. Can we? We can teach them. We can pray for them. And you wonder, well, why can't they hear? Because God hasn't opened their ears to hear. And all that, God doesn't choose to give the same thing to every Christian. They are diversity of gifts that God gives us. Yeah. You imagine that if we all was, was, was on key to be exactly like God makes us, and when God made us all the same, we would all be the same, wouldn't we? Absolutely the same. I am what I am by the grace of God, Paul said. God speaks it. We just need to listen. Now, go to Hebrews chapter 4 real quick. And I'm almost done. In verse 12. For the word of the Lord is quick. Powerful. And sharper than a two-edged sword. Piercing even the dividing asunder of the soul and spirit. The word of God. When God speaks, 
that can bring a, a man like Saul of Tarsus. Can you imagine what he was like before God saved him? He hated Christ. He hated the church of Jerusalem, the one that Jesus started. He hated it with a passion. He's standing there holding the coats of them that stoned Stephen to death. He's happy in it. Then all of a sudden, while he's on his way to persecute some of those that left Jerusalem, all of a sudden, there's a voice. Saul. Saul. Why did I persecute me? God speaking to him through Jesus. And what happened? It totally changed his life, didn't it? He became one of the most hated people through the church. He was one of the greatest men in the New Testament. Penny 13, 14 books of the Bible. All because Jesus, God, spoke to him. He can turn the rivers with He created the world with the boys. He does everything through the waters. Jesus calmed them. He turned water into wine with his boys. He changed lives with his boys. We don't have that power. None of us do. But God does. And we are God's servants. Go to Ephesians chapter 2, if you will. <clears throat> Try to finish just the next five minutes. I think, yeah. Our third point is this. God speaks to our heart or our spirit, which is the same. This heart in here that pumps blood does nothing for you. We all have a spirit, and it's dead until God quickens it. And we can't associate, fellowship, hear God or anything with a dead spirit. You may learn some things in the Word of God, but you'll never understand them like we do. So God quickens the dead spirit to work through the human spirit. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 1, the Lord said, And you has he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin. Skip down to verse 4. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love with he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, he quickened us together with Christ, for by grace you're saved. How did he do that? Only Spirit spoke to you. He quickened your spirit, made alive, and then he led you the rest of the way through salvation. Salvation's a beautiful thing. An awesome, awesome. It's like God speaking in the garden, or it's like God speaking through the bush. God's working directly with me and you. Speaking to us in our hearts. To go do what it is he wants us to do. 
I couldn't figure out for years how missionaries do it. I mean, I know they probably, well, I'm in love the place they're at. I'm sure some of them's not as happy to be there. For example, I've made this known many times. There's not a place I hate worse to be in than Texas, Texas. I, I just can't. I don't like the city at all, but I love the church. And you know what? I will sacrifice my life for that church. But Tetracana, I hold my nose. My first wife couldn't stand it. My second wife don't like it. I have never liked Tetracana. But it's home for me right now because that's where the Lord put me. That's right. And that's the reason missionaries go to strange places sometimes. To preach God's word because that's where God sends them. We go where the Lord sends, don't we? And we love our work. We love our work. John chapter 14, verse 26. But the Comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. All Things, I guess that's what that is. And 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 bring all things to your remembrance. Whatsoever I have said unto you. What God speaks to us, the Holy Spirit will bring it to remembrance. I know y'all I don't even have to ask you preachers when you're preaching, you know, sometimes things just pop in your mind, don't they? Sometimes they're jumping in there like a tub full of frogs in your brain. You know what I mean? I've been all over the place and wonder if we don't go crazy. But I've had it to happen to me many times. A lot of times I'll be preaching and all of a sudden things just start clicking. They start clicking, clicking, clicking. That's not my memory, folks. My memory's leaving. That's right. I can. <laughs> it is. It's leaving. I can't remember my name some days. Sometimes you start preaching and the Holy Spirit just starts feeding, 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 feeding. He's doing that through speaking to you. Let's go to Romans chapter uh, 8 for our last scripture. One of my favorite passages of scripture. In verse 29, for whom, the four, for whom he did for know, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his Son that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Listen to verse 30 here. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. If I call someone, I got to speak, do I not? I got to talk to them. And that's the Holy Spirit calling us. That's God's Spirit calling us. And whom he called, them he also Justified, because God never fails. He saves a hundred percent that He calls, and them that He justified, He also glorified. One day these bodies will be glorified, but God's going to do it, isn't He? God does speak to us, folks, in many ways. He might speak to us in chastisements. 
He might speak to us by making a tree fall on our head. He might speak to us by bringing a hurricane to us. God has many ways to speak to us. And if you won't talk to God, he may lay you on your back so you only have to look up and talk to him. That's right. One thing I learned in my earthly ministry, listen to God and never play with God. That's right. Because God is powerful, not just in his words, but in his actions. We are required, if we have ears, to hear what God says. And never ignore it, never put it to side, never doubt it, just believe it. Don't matter how you was raised. It doesn't matter who your pastors were in the past and what they taught to you. When you see it in the Word of God, you better believe it. Thank you very much. God bless you. Very good message. Very good message. God does speak. Um... He doesn't speak with an audible voice, as you said. He speaks by his spirit, through his word. And um, as his children, we're, we're wise to listen up, as a brother said. you know, Think about your, children, your childhood when your parents would call for you or tell you to do something. They weren't talking to every kid on the street. They were talking to their kid on the street. And what happened most parents whenever you didn't follow mom and dad's directives? You got then their actions. You heard their command, then you got their actions. God is so gracious. He really is. The Lord is so gracious. Amen. He's. Uh, I'm so thankful that he did establish his church where his children can grow by and love one another, loving him, and, and build one another up in the, in the truth, provoking one another. It's so wonderful. Um, this might shock some of y'all, and I've said it here before. I have heard voices before, and I have seen some very mysterious things. None of those things were of God, though. There's a lot of uh, misbehavior by satanic forces out there. So, And a lot of people think by hearing tug, tongues and doing all kinds of things. But there's a passage in Matthew 7 that says, Lord, Lord, haven't we done this and that? Right, and he right. said, depart from me, I never knew you. That's right, right. But I'm, I'm thankful that God did speak. And if you were to look in Matthew chapter 28, the Lord spoke loud and clear to his church and said, go into all the earth, yeah. preaching, teaching, right. baptizing. Sure did, yeah. And that statement is just as true today. So if you're a member of a Sovereign Grace Landmark Missionary Baptist Church, then that passage speaks to you today as fresh as it's ever been spoken. Right. So thank God that he does speak. Very powerful, very gracious, never very merciful. It never expires, never grows old. It, it might be new to me. You ever read God's word and you just, oh, man, has that been there the whole time? <laughs> But, um, but children of God, you've heard God speak. If, if your heart hasn't melted at God speaking to you in conversion, you're not saved. Right. So. All right, Brother White, please come lead us in song at this time.